The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Take-Two Healthcare. With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And a good morning out there, everybody. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer joining you for this condensed version of Take-Two Healthcare this morning. I am your Ask the Expert expert for just a half an hour today because we've got UD basketball on the other side. So we're going to get right into it. I'll give you a quick uh, bit of feedback about myself, kind of tell you some of the topics we're going to cover. And I'm going to spend a great deal of time today going through a recent case that I had come back through my office this week because it's an important one. It has to do with a cancer patient. I'll give you his diagnosis. I'll give you his age and health background. I'll give you his testing data before we started, and I'll give you his most recent results because you're going to want to hear this part for sure. My name is Dr. Andrew Dyer. I've been practicing at Take-Two Healthcare for 16 years now, all that time right here behind this marvelous microphone, as Dr. Merkel says. And so it is our honor, our pleasure, and our privilege to be with you this Saturday morning. I wanted to just circle back really quickly to a topic I was covering the last time I was on air, and it was several weeks ago now, but we had a Facebook follower write in and ask me this question, and she wanted to know about when or when not to use milk thistle extract or silymarin, silymarin, there's multiple pronunciations for this nutrient, but she wanted to know when to use that, when it would be safe to do, uh, and, and how to use it, and I covered some things that I was having some technology issues that day, so my message wasn't getting out clearly, and I just wanted to go back because a patient asked me a question about this after the show was over. And the information I was giving you was correct, but I just don't know that you could all hear it. So when looking at the liver enzymes, SGOT and SGPT, we look at those on every single blood panel we do. And the rule of thumb is we do not recommend silymarin or milk thistle extract if the SGOT is greater than the SGPT but they both have to be outside the clinical range. That's the clear and important distinction that I don't know if I was clear enough on last time. So I wanna make sure that we covered that today so you knew. But just to, to give you a little feedback about myself and information about me, I'm a doctor of chiropractic. I have a couple of other advanced degrees as well. I'm board certified in chiropractic acupuncture and also board certified in chiropractic clinical nutrition. So those are the two or three different disciplines I practice. This week, it was a really, really fun opportunity to help two ladies quit smoking. And here's how we did it. We did it with acupuncture. There are some very specific protocols to use and I, and I follow them to the letter. But we treat in the office, uh, body style acupuncture treatment, um, utilizing points that will help curb cravings, uh, not only for nicotine, but for sugar intake, because a lot of times as they try to give up on that habit of putting the cigarette in their mouth, they're going to exchange it for a different habit of putting other things in their mouth. And, and some, of that, some of that's not going to be that great from a, from a nutritional standpoint. So one of the things we do with each and every one of those patients that wants to quit smoking is we support them with vitamin C. Why? Because smokers are notoriously deficient in vitamin C because the actual act of smoking and some of the chemicals coming in burns through the amount of vitamin C that our bodies hold, store, and utilize. So we get them on some vitamin C right away, and then we treat in office. Ideally, we're going to treat three or four days in a row. So they have to start on Monday. 
because that's the only opportunity we have to see them that many days in a row without a break. And in the early stages of treatment, they are not going to want to miss their appointments. And so based on the two ladies that I was treating, one of them had a little bit more of an opening in her schedule in terms of being able to be flexible to come in at the times that we had open and available for her. And she's actually a little ahead of the curve right now on, on kicking this habit. She's down to in the last five days, after seven acupuncture treatments, she's had zero cigarettes per day for the last five days. That's the longest stretch of her life in the last 40 years where she's gone without smoking. So that's very significant change, uh, and, and she was very thrilled with that. And so after we do the body acupuncture in office, and there are some specific treatment points, and then we, we also curtail that to the unique patient needs, um, we'll also put some ear needles in. And those are auriculotherapy. They're, they're ASP needles that I put in the ear, and they all actually stay in for several days. So the patient's coming back in each day, and I'm reassessing those needles in the ear to see if we need to take them out, switch to the other side, or if they're still holding their position. But we follow that NADA protocol. It's, a, it's an anti-addiction protocol uh, that's well-studied and well-researched. It works very, very well. And so we're in process of helping two ladies uh, get over their smoking habit, which I, I think is fantastic and phenomenal, and, and it can lead to only good things for their health. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Now to the patient I was talking about. I want to give you a little background on his case. He is a 69-year-old gentleman, and he's heavier than he wants to be, but there are some specific reasons for that. He's had thyroid issues in the past, and so he's a 5'5 in height, and he weighs a little over 200 pounds. So, so he's definitely heavier than he wants to be, but he's working on that, and he's actually making some progress on that front too. But he was given a diagnosis about, uh, yeah, one to two months before I saw him over the summertime of diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. That was the diagnosis he received. He went to his medical team. Uh, he had PET scans done. He found a little hot spot of a lymph node under his right mandible. When he was shaving, looking in the mirror, he found this little, you know, half a golf ball size bump that was under his right side of his jaw. And that was what kind of kicked it off to, for him to, again, reach out and, and get some blood work done. But he'd already gone to uh, get this evaluated from a medical perspective. They had taken that uh, lymph node out and then afterwards done the biopsy and then that's how they they arrived at the diagnosis of diffuse large b-cell lymphoma well he comes in to my office after not having been in over the last several years it was about half a decade since i had seen him last so we had some catching up to do to get him up to speed and get him going to where he needed to be and and with that we did some testing of course that's what we do so we looked initially at some of his key blood markers, but we really honed in on his cancer profile. And I got to see him uh, initially back in late summer of last year, so September. And when we did the cancer profile at that time, he had a little bit of an elevated PSA, which we weren't concerned about related to this current diagnosis. CEA was fine. Some of these other specific cancer tumor markers were great. But then we saw lots of tests of 16, which actually still fit within our healthy range and also inside that clinical range. So I, I wasn't overly worried that we had extent of spread elsewhere outside of where they had taken that local uh, biopsy point from and, and removed that lymph node. But when we were able to get him started on a program, late September is when he started, and we just had his retest come through this week. Now he's a little bit late on getting that retest done, but we had to wait for a few things to happen. And when we look now, 
The LASA test, so lipid-associated sialic acid, if you haven't heard of that test, there's a great newsletter on our website that'll explain everything about that test and what particular tumor types it will elevate in. And in this case, we reduced his LASA test by 50%, taking it from 16 down to eight. Now, in actuality, when you look at this LASA test on, on one of our clinical readouts, he's lower than the healthy range by about three or four points. Okay, when we're looking at tumor markers, lower is always better. Lower is always better because it means a lower level of cancer activity within the blood. Now, wouldn't everybody with a large B-cell lymphoma diagnosis love to have less cancer activity in the blood and be able to measure that with an objective laboratory test? Okay, so what do we do for him? And obviously, I'm not going to detail his entire treatment plan because no two cancer cases are the same. This gentleman has some serious and critical thyroid issues going on, so he's being supported by some medication there, one of which we're never going to be able to get out of his system, and that's okay. He needs it because it is only with thyroid function that is optimal that we also reduce our cancer risk in the body. So we need that thyroid to be working as well as it can be. They actually went through and tried to irradiate his thyroid at two different times in his life when he was having thyroid storm issues. And, and according to his doctors, they couldn't get it to shut down completely. And I find that to be a big blessing for this patient. I find that to be a huge blessing for him because we need that thyroid tissue to be working, albeit a little bit more correctly than it is, but we're doing some things to help him change even that part. One of the biggest things that we're able to do to help this gentleman get, get on the right track was take his vitamin D status from where it began back last summer at 21.3 and now shoot it all the way up to 83.2. And that's a big change. That's a big move in a short amount of time. But we knew that optimal cancer protection does not begin until the blood levels reach 75 or higher. So our goal was to take that blood level of 21.3 and get it to 75 or higher in as short a time as possible, doing it safely. So we actually put him on 15 to 20,000 IUs per day. That's a large dose, but it's based on his body weight and it's based on his testing numbers. And we only did that for two months to get his number exactly where we needed it to be. Now our maintenance dose of vitamin D3 is going to be about 5,000 IUs per day. He'll, he'll be between five and 10,000 each day, more than likely, but, but that number is going to, I expect it to hold right around 83.2 for the foreseeable future, provided we keep doing uh, what we're doing with the nutrient uh, support. Now, there's some important things that we did and suggested for him to do with his diet as well, but on his overall blood panel, compared to where he began last fall, and, and actually the, the blood panel we are comparing most recently to was, was from even back further than that, four or five years ago. But where he was then was a significant change to where he is now. He is, he's improved on 28 of the 54 blood markers that we look at. And we're able to get his sugar in better balance. And that is a significant piece too for helping him with this large B-cell uh, lymphoma diagnosis, we had to get his sugars under control. Why? Because sugar running rampant through the bloodstream is just a fuel provider for cancer cell growth. And so we need to make sure that we tighten that down too. We dropped his hemoglobin A1C from 6 to 5.7. So he's well on his way. He's not quite as perfect as we want him to be yet, but he is going the right direction. We have his electrolytes in better balance. Uh, protein still needs a little bit more work. He's off by about 0.2 points on total protein. Again, why does that become a significant piece in his overarching uh, case? 
we need globulin to be around 2.8 or greater in the blood to provide the body with what it needs to make new white blood cells. Now, that's not the only thing. It's just a big piece of it. That's the protein type that helps to allow the body to make new white blood cells. We reduced this creatine kinase, so muscle tissue breakdown is down over 300 points. Is it a cancer marker? No, but it tells us that the body is now healing and repairing in a much more optimal way. And that's our goal. That's why he called us after uh, being gone from the office for a couple years. He needed our help. And uh, important to know right now that based on the patient's choice, not my choosing, this is not my choice to make at all, but based on the patient's choice, he elected to not take chemotherapy at this point in time. He, he wasn't ruling it out as a future option, but he said, I want to do everything I can to get healthy first and then be able to make a good decision around what I might need uh, going forward. So we're able to help him get his blood markers back on track, overall health of his system improving, 28 values getting better. That's just fantastic results, and I'm so happy for him. But if, if you don't know yet about what the LASA test is, I'd encourage you to go on our website, take2healthcare.com, and go under our newsletters. There's a clickable link on the upper right corner for newsletters. Click that one, and then there's a search bar that's going to come up. Type in LASA, L-A-S-A. That's all you have to write in, and it will come up. There's only one newsletter on it. Uh, I wrote it several years ago, but it's a good one to look at. There's a chart on page two of that newsletter that breaks down all the different potential tumor types that will pop up positive when there's an elevated LASA test. Or when there's an elevated LASA test, this is what it could potentially indicate, is what I should say better. And so that chart kind of shows you uh, what to expect and what to look at from, from that perspective. And it's an interesting test. We use it quite often now. We've been using it probably the last six, seven, eight years even. And it can give us a lot of very valuable information, some of which we use to incorporate into our treatment plans. That music means we've got to take a break. I'll be back with you for a few minutes on the other side of the break. Thank you for listening this morning. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer on WHIO. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And good morning, everybody, again. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer just finishing that final stanza with you here for a few more minutes. And wanted to give another quick shout-out to a great little place that I've been hitting quite regularly in Centerville. It's not far from our office, but it's on um, Miamisburg-Centerville Road, or, or uh, 725 is the road name. And it's Power Plant Juice Bar. It's a fantastic little juice bar run by a, a cool husband and wife. I, I've met them, but I, I don't know their names, but they're awesome. And if you don't know where they're at, right by the old scratch pizza across from Big Lots, look them up on your phone. Just type in Power Plant Juice Bar on your maps, and it'll take you right over there. They're open until 2 o'clock today, and they do a phenomenal job. They have juice fast that I haven't done yet, but I plan to. And, and actually what I've been doing is I've been getting avocado toast for one of my meals each day from their facility, and it's fantastic. They have a couple different options on that. They have many different juices, smoothies, acai bowls. Um, I don't eat those. My wife enjoys them, but there's a lot of great options at their store. So check them out for some great healthy snacks, great healthy meals. They're available and they're ready to serve, just like we are at Take-Two Healthcare. 
Use our website if you want to learn more about all the different offerings we have. We do clinical nutrition work with blood work, hair analysis. We have EKG in our office. We are able to be your natural health care provider, really no matter what your diagnosis or problem is. And better yet, come in before you have a diagnosis. Put that diagnosis years down the road before it pops up and causes any trouble. Both my parents are about to turn 70 this year, and they have been, knock on wood, phenomenally healthy, they, and they have worked very hard at it. Neither one of them take any drugs. They take their vitamins regularly. They get tested every year, and they've done a really, really good job in maintaining their health, just like I have, just like Dr. Yaley and Dr. Merkel do. We take it seriously. We don't put our patients on a program that we couldn't also maintain ourselves. I had a patient ask me that a couple weeks ago when I was finishing his report with him. He said, well, tell me, Doc, how many of these things do you take that are on my list? And I might have given him a list of, of 13, 14 things to take, and I said, I have 12 of those that are on your list on my list. And, and it's, it's not that we have these best 12 to take for everybody. We do have some protocols like that, but really we need to test to figure out where your deficiencies are, where you may have too much of something or not enough of another thing. We take care of patients with some of the most serious conditions, lupus, MS, cancer, diabetes, and it's an important distinction. We're not treating cancer. We're helping patients with cancer get healthier. That is what we do. Um, they get to make a lot of the, the crucial decisions about how they move forward, but we get to help them every step of the way with our chiropractic approach, with our nutrition approach, and with our acupuncture approach, if that's, if that's what they need and if that's what they want. And we also have thermography in the office. You can read a lot more about that on our website. Uh, but it, it is a blessing and just a phenomenal experience each and every Saturday to be able to come on this web on this radio program and share with you our cases and the results that we get and the type of people that we get to work with because everybody knows right now this is the time to get your health going the right direction. It is not January 1st in the Midwest when we make a New Year's resolution that will stick. It is actually when springtime hits. Today being the first day of spring, we need to be ready. We need to get our bodies, our minds, and our hearts prepared for what's coming in the future months, and we need to be as healthy as possible in order to do that. If you haven't looked at your vitamin D status in a long time, if you haven't checked your kidney function, your blood sugar levels, your cholesterol, there are some key markers there that can really dictate long-term health and long-term health outcomes. And if you take it seriously now, you can prevent problems down the road, even delaying things 10, 20, 30 years if you take it seriously. I love to see patients in their 40s and 50s and even younger come in and say, I don't have anything wrong with me yet, but I don't want to have anything wrong with me ever. That's the best kind of patient for us, but we can take care of all of them. Thanks for listening this morning. Enjoy that UD Flyer basketball coming up. We'll be right back here next Saturday. You've been listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer this morning on WHIO. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.